turning to I didn't let Grayson know that I was going to hit her with the official greeting of the Irish because what? We've got a 2% Irish listener group. That's right. It was probably a mistake, but it happened. So, hey there, leprechauns. No, I should edit that. That seems offensive. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, wait, I have a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, this is this is a surprise, folks. Um, we did not rehearse. This is a TikTok that I just came across. It says, "Mercy when when your friend is a solid ten, but is crying over a leprechaun whose beard doesn't connect." No, uh, are you playing it for us? No, it's just like a song behind the words. Oh, non-connecting beards. <sighs> Ew, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guess what? It hasn't even been a full week and you're getting a new podcast episode. What? What? That just means I got a day off. Grayson got a day off <laughs> and I have a story. The other day I was thinking like after we finished our last podcast, I thought, what are we going to talk about next time? I never like, I don't know. And then I had an adventure. It was, it was, um, it was a surprise. Mom got a new family. Yeah, I got some new kids. Um, I got a lot of texts from Grayson when it was getting, when it gets later in the day, if I'm not home, Grayson's like, are you ever coming home? Do you still love us? Are we still your family? Things of that nature. She gets really possessive if I'm not home by about 830. I should probably talk to someone about that. <laughs> it's been happening since I was little. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm a go to sleep or not maybe go to sleep early, but I'm an in bed guy. Like I am in the bed at nine. So it's not like I've had a lot of late nights where Grayson has to wonder where's my mother. <laughs> all the Disney movies do that the, to you. No, because all those, all the Disney princesses guys, if you don't know this already, their moms are dead. The Disney princesses do not have mothers. Okay. It's really upsetting. Um, Walt Disney sums up with him. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you know, I've told you before, I love to tell stories. I'm a storyteller at heart and I've got one for you. It's Lauren's Amazing Race. And so I've just invited Grayson to sit back and relax and feel free to ask questions along the way. I mean, she's already heard the story, but maybe I'll come up with some new stuff that I forgot to tell because when I was recounting the story each night, when I got home from my amazing race, I would I was literally like brain dead. Like <laughs> words weren't happening. I was running into walls. I was so tired. I was seeing spots. It was I was probably dehydrated. Um, but yeah, I had well, okay, hold on. Has anything happened in the last week that we should discuss? Yeah. Oh, we did just get the email that real time distance learning is what will be happening for the Spokane Public Schools to start the year off. Which mom supports, so Madden doesn't have to go to middle school. That's right, because he's my precious sweet, but we must protect him. We must protect him. And middle school's scary. Okay. Um, the firstborn always takes the blow. I told her, I'm sorry, She, the firstborn is the guinea pig. We just don't know things until they experience them. I'm so sorry. I had a lovely middle school experience. That was, like, the best. I finally, like, my hair finally grew out. I had contacts. I, I kind of grew into my teeth a little bit. I, I got a talent. 
Um, I was able to do some things. Anyway, hashtag relatable. I don't know. Sorry if you had a bad middle school experience. I feel like that's about 90% of America. Um, okay, so anything else? No. Grayson gets to attend a wedding today. That's fun. On top of Mount Spokane. Very small. Um, but like, it's just nice to get to do things that make you feel sort of normal these yeah. days. So that will be a nice thing for her. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, and anything else? Let's see. It's been so hot. Like I'm from Arkansas. I know that it's hotter there. Okay, guys, I don't, don't send me ugly messages. <laughs> I know that it's hot. I know that it's 105 with an 83% humidity. I understand. But we've now been in Washington for um, 10 years, 10, 10 summers, 10-ish summers. And like my blood, I think, has thickened. And so like that's a thing. Did you know that's a thing? No. Okay. People in the North, I think, guys, this has to be true. I feel like I've Googled it and Google doesn't lie. Um, you, when you live in a colder climate, your blood thickens. And when you're in a hotter climate, your blood is thinner. Are you, are you fact checking me? Good. Okay. And so I feel like my blood has officially thickened and I just cannot handle the heat like I used to. And we had several days during my amazing race, the two days that we did it, the, the top high temperature was 102 both days. So I, sister was struggling. I drank, I pounded the Gatorade. I'm talking like, and as soon as it was going into my body, I was just immediately sweating it out. It was disgusting. Yes. If you live in a cold climate, your body has to work harder to maintain its temperature. Therefore, the viscosity of your blood is thicker. Thank you so much, Professor Grayson. Yes. Facts. Um, I can't remember anything else that's happened. I don't know. I have two meetings this week. Oh, Grayson's still being a professional business lady. Like, all she does is work. That's a good thing. That's good. She's hustling. She's a modern woman lady boss. Way to get it, girl. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> On to story time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Lauren's Amazing Race. Now, I want to say it was probably Tuesday evening. I received a call from a friend. And um, we exchanged pleasantries. And and we don't, like, we do things together. She's also a neighbor. Her husband is our pastor. Like, we, we know them, but, like, we're not talk-on-the-phone friends. We're, like, a quick text friends, which is basically what I am with everyone except just, a, like, a couple of people that I will talk on the phone with. But I don't like talking on the phone. I just want to text all day. Um, so she called and said, hey... Um, her husband had made up an amazing race. Like it's something that their family watched the amazing race together. And her husband made an amazing race for their girls who were like, maybe I want to say like 15, 13 and eight, maybe, uh, and their friends. And so they needed five drivers. One of the drivers was potentially exposed to corona so she backed out and they need someone last minute to fill in am i available thursday evening 
and all of Friday. And I was like, yes, that sounds amazing. Count me in. I love an adventure. I love games. Um, and I love fun. So sounds good. Also, I, I knew the two girls that were going to be on my team. Um, it was one of the daughters and then a, a daughter of a really good friend of mine. So that was a comfortable situation. It wasn't like, hey, do you want to drive around these girls that you've never met before? They might be awful. So my girls were delightful. Um, I agreed to it. Got super pumped up. I bought a lot of snacks, a lot of beverages with electrolytes. I packed my ibuprofen. <laughs> um, and, all, and, and I don't know anything about it. Like nobody knew anything about it except the dad who made it and then the people who were helping him at the different stations. Not, mom doesn't know anything about it. Super secretive. Um, so it began Thursday night. I met them and all the, all the people who were participating. There were five teams. We all met at, were there six teams? Let's just say five. We all met at their house. We had a quick dinner. The rules were explained. I'm not really familiar with the Amazing Race. I've seen a couple of episodes here and there, but I didn't really know all the details. Um, luckily, luckily one of the kids that was in my car had been a, a watcher of the show religiously. So she knew what was up and that was helpful. Grayson, are you with me up until this point? Say hello to the people. Hello. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm hijacking this entire episode. So please feel free to interrupt and ask questions. Well, I've just heard the story. She's already heard the story. So it's not as, it's not as exciting for her. Just play with your marble. Anyway, <laughs> um, we met at their house, went over the rules, and then the journey began. There was like a one, two, three, go. We all ran into their backyard and had to um, get an envelope. And these were very official. Like they looked like the Amazing Race envelopes. Like it was legit. Apparently there's informational mailboxes in the Amazing Race. They had those. It was, it was pretty impressive. He put a lot of time into this. So it began with a putting a puzzle together. Guys, it was not, um, let me tell you who did the best in the amazing race. The, the moms who were really good at like, uh, putting a puzzle together who had elite athletes on their team. This family doesn't believe in puzzles. We, we've done a few puzzles. Oh, but I hate puzzles. I know. See, we do more puzzles, but nobody will puzzle with me. Anyway, um, so what I'm saying is we were dead last in putting the puzzles together. And I was full of nervous energy. Like, I was doing zoomies around their house. I had to... <laughs> I, I'm a, a nervous urinator, and so I went to the bathroom like four times before we even started just because I had no idea what was coming my way and when I would ever get to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> so I was like, sh I had shaky hands putting this puzzle together. Um, would you like to comment? Um, I... I think my comment might be too personal. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well you hold that. Hold that, hold that. Just marinate on that for a minute and then see if you want to add it at the end. Um, so anyway, we finally got our puzzle put together. And there was someone who was helping with the race was still at the house. The dad had gone on to the next 
there were a lot of moving pieces in this whole situation. Like, uh, but there were people assigned to each station in case we needed help or had a question or whatever. Um, and the guy who was left over there with us, who saw us struggling, putting the puzzle together, did mention. Um, so the next thing we had to do was to run from their backyard into this huge open trail area that's like hilly and sandy and like dry and probably has snakes everywhere. And I just had to put my fear of snakes. I had to just push it down real deep because, I mean, I, I was I was out of the tiger this whole time. Um, so he said the the puzzle was... I'm sorry. It, there's a lot of things happening in my brain. The puzzle was a picture of this trailed area where we were running to next. And it had stars where the next clue was. But see, we were dead last. So once we got there, if someone had already been to that star, which we had no idea because we couldn't see it from where we were, um, we were out of luck. So we had to like go check every star until we finally found one. And again, it was 102 degrees like 5 30 in the afternoon sun was still high up in the air it was crazy it was so hot um so we finally found a clue it led us about half a mile down the road to a vet office that again connected to a trail there was um a bike situation like trail we had to vote for somebody to on our team well not vote elect them to be the person going on the trail on a bike to look for the next envelope. Uh, so I just stayed behind with one of the girls and hydrated and we sent the other one on the way. Uh, probably 15 minutes later, she returned. Um, and the next clue was an address. Oh, here's one of the main rules that made things very difficult was that we were not allowed to use our phones at all. No maps, no text to anyone asking questions, um, not allowed to use car navigation. If we couldn't figure out where we were going, we had to just find a stranger walking around and ask them. Now, they were allowed to look up an address for us, but we couldn't ask them to. So, and this was all, I mean, like, did anyone know that we were doing that? Of course not. But it was, it was an honor system. Again, this is our pastor who made this up. I feel like we, you know... It's like a felt like a direct line to God. If we cheated, then <laughs> it was gonna be bad. I don't know. That's not how God works, but whatever. Um, so I reckon I I knew the street name and I knew what side of the road that street was on, but it was a pretty big neighborhood. So we had to drive around until we found a man walking around. He was sweating profusely getting his exercise. And we asked him to help us find this address. He did pull out his phone and looked it up for us. And it, was, it wasn't it was far. It was great. And you know what was at that address? A swimming pool. And we were so happy to jump in. Um, I can't even remember what we had to do. Oh, we had to do handstands. So we had to do a collective 40-second handstand. So after that, we got our next clue and ended up having to go to a golf course. Uh, again, did, I had never heard of this golf course. So we went across to the other side of the street, another neighborhood to my friend Molly's house. Shout out Molly. She knew exactly where it was quickly. And then when she explained to me, I was like, okay, I know where that is. Go to the golf course. We are, um, set there to do one, one of the girls had to 
do some putting uh, exercise. I can't remember what it was. Something with putting a golf ball, duh, golf course. Um, and then the next clue took us to, where did we go next? Downtown. We had to go downtown. Um, and we were like way north. Way north, ended up downtown, had to look up the year that the Louvre Carousel was established or built or whatever. And I was so sad because I knew that if my lovely daughter had not been working that evening and she was on this adventure with me, she would have known. Grayson, do you remember the year that the Louvre Carousel was built? Because Grayson worked at the downtown park. I, I don't remember the year, but I knew when I worked there, I was 105 years old. Yes, it was established in 1909. Um, so we had to figure that out. We, again, couldn't find it anywhere and it was closed. The building was closed. So we found, um, the moral of this story is uh, I talked to a lot of strangers, okay? Um, two really nice girls sitting on a bench, had some interesting piercings, but again, approachable. And um, after that, we had to also find an astronaut uh, who was down the street at the convention center. And oh, the way we found the astronaut was we talked to the park rangers, your favorite. Do you want to share any antidotes about the uh, the park rangers at Riverfront Park? Um, some of them were really cool, but some of them were like on like little man energy. Ew. What was the ones that you really liked? What were their names? Do you remember? Well, I, I really like the maintenance men. Oh, the maintenance men. Those are the ones you Those really like. Those are the liked. ones that okay. I really like. Okay. And maybe in like two years, I could text one of them. Was was as a boo? Yeah. Holly? Have I ever showed you him? No. I should. Do you want to share his name? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a very unique name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. In two years, I could text him. Thanks for keeping it real, though. That's good. Okay, I'll show you him. Okay. He is so good looking. <laughs> you'll, you'll die. Okay. Okay, so this is profile. This is his niece. He's, like, obsessed with her. Oh, that's a, that's adorable. Okay. Who puts their niece this on their is, profile? This is, his so other, this is his other niece. And they, like, hang out oh all the time. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. He's cute. Okay. Okay. But it's just like slightly inappropriate right now. So I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But. But if you happen to be. I, in two years, I'm going to hang out around there every day. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a plan, folks. Okay. I'm going to take us back to the park. Um, So the guys told us where to go. We finally found that. We had to get another date off of that. Then we had to go play a game in the park that our friend Travis had set up. I cannot remember the name of it. It's like quib or stick or slap or something it's like a but it's it's like a weird game that his friend made up it's super fun you knock some posts down I don't know um I was garbage at that but the girls didn't let me down my like 13 and 15 year old counterparts did it for me which was awesome then we had to go so we got our next clue we had to go to the courthouse which like I could see the courthouse from where we were so that was nice. Um, had to hop in the car. Oh, wait a minute. I don't even know if I told you this yet. When we, again, guys, a hundred and something degrees. It was so hot that day. The girls had the windows rolled down. When we got to the park, um, everywhere we got, it was like with haste. So I would pull up, hit those brakes, and then like the girls would jump out and 
I would like grab the keys and we would leave. Like we ran everywhere we went. So when we get back to my car, the one of the back seat windows is rolled down. This is in downtown Spokane by the park, okay, in a parking lot. One of the windows is rolled down. My purse is literally sitting like propped up in the middle of the passenger in the driver's seat. Oh. I have a credit card sticking out of the top. It was, if I mean, not only could there have been a hobo sitting in my car when we came back, <laughs> my purse probably should have been stolen. So that was like, thank you, God, for letting my purse still be here and not having a homeless person in my car. Um, so we, we go to, to get another date from the courthouse and, and we had to text in the, this information to get the next clue. The next clue leads us to the mega church in town. What is it? Life center. I yeah. always want to call it living hope. Is that a church? Yeah, I don't know. It is. Okay. So we have to go to the mega church. It's so gigantic. It looks like Noah's Ark, um, down by the community college. So we go there and we're supposed to get their mission statement, which we didn't know this, but it's on their sign. It says like, um, what's it called again? Is their church called? Life Center? Life Center. It's like something about people leading them to Christ or something like that. We didn't know that. I'm all the time. If you tell me I'm looking for like a, a special saying, I'm always looking for a plaque. I expect there to be a large plaque by your front door. So we drive all around that church looking for plaques. Can't find anything. But what we did find was like a large gathering. Maybe it was outside. Everyone had their masks on. It was, they all looked maybe like college age and possibly a Bible study or something. So we walk up there and ask them and they're super nice about it. Very helpful. Somebody shouts out the mission statement to us. We hop back in the car. We um, drive to a beautiful sunset area, which so if you leave Life Center and you take a left, you drive until you see like Greenwood something and then you're in Palisades Park. And it's a beautiful trail where, like, overlooking the city. I would love to go, like, anytime. Um, but there's trails you, and, and again, everywhere we went, we ran. So we were looking, we had a very cryptic clue this time um, about Patsy's, about something about Patsy. And then we had to go down a trail next to what, I don't know. So we, the girls are running. That means I have to be running because I have to make sure they don't get murdered. Because again, I mean, like, you know, you never know. Spokane in the woods. I mean, anywhere in the woods on a trail, you need to be alert. And I did not have not even some bear spray with me. So I felt a lot of I, I just felt like I had to 100% stick with them the whole time. And it was about to kill me. Oh, you're talking about be aware of animals, not people. No, both. Oh. Both bears and like serial killers. Today downtown, someone asked me for a cigarette. Ew. Like, do you, do I look like but, I smoke like, cigarettes? You don't, you don't ask somebody for a cig unless they're actively smoking. Like, who even smokes now? Nobody. Because they just vape. Whatever. Okay. So we're running, running down this trail, running down this trail, like a mile down the trail. Again, still boiling hot. The sun is actively going down. We're getting a little nervous. I'm worried that the, it's going to get dark. Um, he did give us the guesstimate for how much time it would take. He said like 10 or 12 minutes at a brisk walking pace. Well, we had been running for near 20 minutes. 
So we, I texted, we actually ran into another group who was doing the exact same thing. I texted our race master and um, he said, you know what guys, my bad, it's getting dark, come back to the parking lot. So then we turn around, we run back to the parking lot because um, we couldn't find, it ended up being a bench, but you had to kind of like look a little away to the side to see that it was marked as like Patsy's bench. And then after that, you were supposed to go down a trail and I'm telling you, we were like on a cliff. So I don't even know how that was possible. I do believe him that we would have made it safely. They wouldn't have put us in danger. Um, so we run into another group when we're almost back. They're also coming towards us. But everyone has now gotten the message to just head back to the parking lot for our next clue because we're about to wrap it up. So I get back to the parking lot exhausted. Now we have to go to our church, which is on a like the other side of town um we go to our church it's about mm, i'd say 8 30 between 8 30 and 9 o'clock at night we find out that the next um challenge is oh, oh here's the other thing apparently you're supposed to decide before you see the challenge who's going to do it so it's not like, oh, I'm reading this. You're the smallest. This is for a lightweight person to succeed. So you need to do it. So it was my turn to do a challenge. So we get there and I have to slip and slide down a hill and shoot a basketball into a like a standard basketball hoop. I'm, I'm going to tell you that it took me like, I would say at least 25 tries. Now, none of the other kids did it any faster, but as a 35-year-old woman, that was taxing on my body. Uh, I am bruised because, you know, when you're on a slip and slide, you got to stake that sucker down. And I kept sliding right into the metal stake every oh, time. I didn't uh, know that. It was tough. Look at my bruise. You see it? Oh, my I gosh. Know. Yeah. I know. Cancer. No, um, but I'm telling you, the moment that I finally got that ball into the hoop, it was like, it's like I heard We Are the Champions just ringing through my ears. I was so proud. I went bananas. We ran back into my car. I thought we were going home, but not quite yet. There was one more challenge. Um, and we got to um, our friend Sarah's house and she, so you could either do, um, you could have to draw something but like the person the teammates had to describe it to you and you couldn't look at it and then you had to draw it and then they had to deem it worthy um or you could eat some hot wings that were labeled i want to call my mama hot wings three hot wings or the art project and i was like girls i know i can eat those hot wings i ate those hot wings i cried that like tears from my eyes. They were so hot. Bless Sarah for bringing me a cup of milk. You know, I don't like milk, but I tell you what I did like milk after hot wings. Mm. Finish the hot wings. I feel like in record time. Um, and then we had to meet back at the sports complex, uh, Merkel sports complex. And that was about nine 30 and our evening was done. But guess what? The next day, Friday, whole day of it. Friday, I, we met again at Merkel to start it off, and I did not get home that night until 10 o'clock, and we went all over creation. I'm going to give you the um, condensed version. Um, the condensed version is 
we started at Merkel. We went out to Seven Mile. I shot basketballs. I bet I shot 200 times. You had to get a certain number in a certain number. So, like, you had to get seven out of nine shots. That's hard, guys. That's so much harder than you than you think. Um, after we finished that, again, boiling hot. I was fading fast. The very last shot, very last shot where it was either I had to start over again or I had to make it and we could finally leave after me shooting basketballs for 20 minutes. I said, Jesus, take the wheel. Holy Spirit, guide this ball. And won't he do it? Won't he do it? It was the Lord. God oh. took that ball from my hand and just sunk. It was like nothing but net. It was amazing. Again. And that's on God. <laughs> and that was on God. God showed up real big for us in a few of these instances. Okay. And don't think, I mean, at, at about halfway through that, I just looked at the kid who was running it for us. And I said, I'm going to need a moment to talk with God. Hold on. <laughs> and I had to go off, take a deep breath and pray. Cause I was like, we're never going to leave this place. Um, Okay, so we finished up there. Uh, after Seven Mile, where did we go? Manitou Park. We had to find two specific roses. You have 50 seconds. Well, oh, no. To be continued. To be continued. I'll tell the rest maybe in like a day or two when Grayson's off again. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.